0: Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome to your truest self. I'm your host, Brittany Joy. I'm a social worker, therapist, fitness enthusiast turned self love and transformation coach. And this is the podcast that inspire you to love you and simply be your truest self. This is the second and first official episode of your truest self. And I'm going to be honest, y'all. I'm, I'm really, really excited about this podcast and the opportunity to share my thoughts and feelings specifically about my walk into self-love and just being able to transform your life. So I'm going to start. I'm just going to jump right in, actually. There's two main reasons why I wanted to talk and touch on the topic of self-love and transformation. The first being that the theme for my life, I feel like for these last few years, I've been focusing on more self-love. And I mean like real unconditional self-love. And that really started with me like speaking to my inner confidence. And I got to tell y'all, I'm really, really proud of myself. Like your girl has been disciplined. I've been focused and I've been like just trying to level up. I've seen and just experienced such a huge transformation mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically. I mean, literally every area of my life. And honestly, that's because of the mental and spiritual shift I've made and seen in seeing and knowing my worth in God. Like, I started working on me. I thought about how when God made us, he didn't put value or worth in our skin color, our hair, the size of our nose. He didn't put our value in what we wear or what we don't wear. He doesn't put value in any of that. But what he does put value in is in our spirit. In Genesis, it talks about how God created man in his own image. I swear My soul can't be corrected, y'all. My spirit and my soul, I've been, we've been made in the image of God. So my spirit and my soul looks like God. My spirit, your spirit, your soul looks like God. You're the only thing created on earth that can say that you're made in the image of God. How valuable would someone be if they were created in the image of an eternal, infinite, omnipresent God? How powerful would that person be? And you know what? That, that that person is you. That person is us. And that's your worth. That's your value. That's what you bring to the earth. And it's like, you can look in the mirror and be like, she's a baddie. She's cute. I look good. And you can say this every day, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you have yourself worth or you know who you are because There are a lot of habits that we do on a day-to-day basis that are anti-self-love. The way we look at ourselves, the way we think of ourselves and talk about ourselves, whether it's intentional or not, um, to other people. And it can be real anti-self-love. And where that comes from is so important to know. And I was going through, I feel like, a similar situation, you know, where I was like, okay, how do I really feel about me? Because I started dating my husband or before I started dating my husband, I remember feeling really unfulfilled, just not myself. And I thought, well, maybe it's because your girl is single. Maybe it's because I'm dating. Maybe I hear in these streets trying to be me and do me. And I hear, you know, trying to be Miss Independent. And, you know, which may have been a part of it all. But I think I just wanted really to be found valuable. But later on in my transformation journey, I found value in who wanted me. I found value in who I was attracting. But again, that wasn't until I encountered my worth and my value in knowing God, like point blank, period. I realized that I also just really didn't know what I wanted. So I started back journaling, writing down what I wanted in my life, the type of man I wanted. And I just started, I just started praying about it, y'all. Oh my God. Oh my God. I remember when I realized that, you know, a prayer closet is real. I had scriptures in there, positive confirmations, affirmations, if you want to call them. I had a vision board and I would just be in there crying my heart out. I mean, slanging tears and snot. And it's funny now, but but I was in such a, I guess you can say desperate place in my life. I remember God telling me one night that I needed to take care of me because Before I could get in any relationship, before I could move into the life he had for me, which meant I had to do some different things, I had to change the things, I remember I had to to let go of some stuff. And um, that meant letting go of some things that were affecting me mentally and emotionally. But most importantly, I needed to learn how to love myself. And it's like, how can you love someone else if you don't love you? And it's hard because I truly believe that so many toxic relationships are created because folks are out here looking for someone to fill a void. Whether it's loneliness, sex, or like a friendship or whatever, a lot of times people are looking for something, wanting to feel valued, needed, or loved. And I think it was value and love for me. And this meant putting my trust in God for love. And I mean, really trusting God to know my value I had this thing where, you know, I was halfway trusting God. I knew that he could provide for me. He was my only sugar daddy for money. You know, I was believing for God for a car or whatever I needed. I knew that he could provide. I knew that he would be there. But love, love was different. I related the way and how people loved me from past, from my past. Like, I guess I compared it if you say men and people in general with God, but it was specifically men. Um, I think I felt like I had to act, be, or look a certain way to truly be loved. I didn't understand it at the time. I don't think I really did. I didn't understand at the time, but I was operating out of a spirit of perfectionism. I felt I had to be perfect or what someone else expected of me to truly be accepted, appreciated, seen, or just loved. And that's, and that's just not how God works, y'all. He truly loves us unconditionally. And when you're in a place of understanding that, um, let me tell you, you're able to simply just be you, which is your truest self. And when you know your worth and your value, you have standards, you have expectations, and nobody can come and tell you anything. Nobody can come talk to you any kind of way. You know, nobody can call you out your name because you know your worth, you know your value. And I know what I will and won't accept now. I know that now. At the time, I didn't know that. And right now, and forever I will be in a place where I'm not desperate I'm not desperate for anyone's love um you know and I I gotta be honest I'm not even gonna act like I started immediately you know working on things I was slow to start and God gave me grace y'all he's such a gentleman God slowly started using like different friends and family and therapists that just showed me how to um, heal, you know, and and how to work on that and that journey of healing mentally and emotionally. And I just really started dealing with my self-love, my self-worth, my confidence, and even my journey to health and fitness. It's crazy because you would think as a social worker or a therapist that I would have I would have done this sooner, and I did, but with it was just really when I wanted to do it, when I was ready, and what I've realized that that's the reality for a lot of people. Child, we're not going to do anything that we want to do, don't we do want to do, especially Black women. Look, I'm going to do what I'm ready. That's when I'm going to do it. And emotionally and mentally, we're only do, willing to do and deal with what we're ready to do with. When we're ready to deal with it and... When we want to make it happen, that's when the healing comes. And honestly, I think the number one, like I said, the number one thing is healing. Our our number one hindrance is, is time and not wanting to deal with what we need to deal with. As Black women... Black people, we've been conditioned and seen from mama them, grandmama them, auntie them to just keep going, be strong. What's happening in this house is gonna stay in this house and don't you ever and don't you say nothing about my business or your business. And that's true in certain regards, but as women and as black people, we gotta do better. We need to heal and deal with our dysfunction. Our dysfunction is not okay. Living in constant trauma, dysfunction, and continuing generational curses is not okay. And what I've learned is that you can become so comfortable in your dysfunction, whether it's a desire that's intentional or not, because you're simply just trying to live and go through the next day, the next week, heck, the next year, that we can think our dysfunction is normal and it's a lifestyle. Ooh, let me say that again, that we can think our dysfunction is normal and it's a lifestyle. And we don't realize it's not until we go through or go to someone else's house or or be around someone who's healthy that you're like, oh, y'all don't do that like that. Oh, y'all don't talk like that. Y'all don't do that. Oh, okay. And it's crazy because, you know. In trying to live in dysfunction, we forget or push aside what's the core of our emotional hurt, which can be unforgiveness, rejection, unfulfillment, doubt, anger, or just just hurt. Just plain hurt. I feel like sitting alone and really just figuring out: okay, what dysfunction do I want in my life? And to want to leave out of my life or what what direction do I want my life to go in? What kind of examples do I want to set for my family and friends? And just saying who am I is important. Y'all, let me tell you, inter- internal dialogue and just prayer and hearing the voice of God is vital. My place of self-love and transformation was a journey. I wouldn't dare say I know everything, but what I do know has created a place of freedom and wholeness for me. Um, Which leads me to my second reason You know, I've come to realize that your self-love and confidence is connected to your self-worth and purpose It's literally the foundation of what sets the tone, I feel like, in every area of life So from how much money you make, your level of happiness, the friendship friendships and relationships that you have and just the overall quality of your life pretty much has to do with your self-love but most importantly your purpose your freedom and the ability to walk and just be an unshakable force so the way that i see my self-worth is that you know i kind of i kind of refer it or compare it to a louis vuitton you know louis vuittons don't go on sale fendi does not go on sale prada it don't go on sale. Why? Because it costs what it costs. They're not trying to get average people to buy it. It's a luxury brand. They are luxury brands. And if you've got the money, you can get a Louis Vuitton. It's not going on sale the same way that I see self-worth and value. It's the same way that I see myself and who I am. I haven't always, you know, known how much my worth is, but now that I take a look at it and I take a look back, I'm able to talk about it and speak from a place of knowing that, you know, what I wear, how many people following my status or anything, it doesn't matter. You know, it's about my intrinsic value. And, you know, it's the same way that I understand my intrinsic value now. It's the same thing that you all can do as well. Knowing just your level of value is so important. And I think that's a lot of times the problem is that everybody doesn't know their value, right? Let me tell you if you're not completely happy with a certain aspect of your life, chances are it has something to do with your self love, your self worth, and probably your purpose. You live and you learn. And I'm just, I'm just in a place where I'm learning and I'm understanding that, you know, What it takes to make my life easier. And if you want to truly have the desires of your heart or have anything in your life, it starts with your self-worth. It starts with your purpose. And when you have that solid foundation and a high level of self-worth, everything else, and I mean literally everything else in your life is so much easier. Because everything starts with us. We want to put everything that happens in our life on someone else or something else, which may be valid at times. But if you're in a place of dealing with the core of the hurt and pain, um, you know, that means doing something different than what you were doing before or what you've been taught. And I've learned personally, and I've seen it with clients, friends, and even family, that God can change the trajectory of your whole life. Put you back on track and lead you to where you're destined to be just by having a desire to change. Um, I've also learned from my pastor, Darius Daniels, that entrances entrances into new seasons are preceded by exits of old seasons. Which means you have to leave some stinking thinking behind people, situationships, and hurts to grow. Come on now. Think about it. It's hard to move into something new and still hold on to the past. So to walk into your purpose or love that you want to have or or even to live the life that God has for you, you've got to change. And when you go through a transformation in your life, one of the most important things you're going to have to do is embrace change. I tell my clients all the time, motivation won't matter. Discipline won't matter. Inspiration won't matter. None of that will matter if your mind isn't open to embracing change. So you're going to have to do a mindset shift where what you thought that you had or what you wanted to do has to change. You have to shift from what am I going to lose or what am I going to miss out on and shift it to what can I gain from this? And this is uncomfortable because you're literally breaking habits that you've done or been doing for years. And that can be scary because it's hard. And then that fear tries to set in and set us down. And then we're like, okay, what am I going to do? But it doesn't matter because when you embrace change, you will be able to see the joy and the journey that you've gone through and realize the reward that's at the end. And I think that's what I had to do. I had to change my mind and my body and my spirit, y'all, every part. And it's amazing how the mind and the body is connected. And there's so many different things that contribute to us becoming the people that we're destined to be just by changing. During my transformation journey, I was extremely interested in what it was that made me the person that I am or why I behave the the way that I do or feel the way that I do. It's so important not just for me to know those type of things, but I think for everyone. I think that's why I love documentaries and bibliography because I always want to know the why behind people and things. And I just feel like when you know the why to something, you're able to understand things a lot better, which is why I believe helping others cultivate their purpose, find self-love, and just transform through the grace of God is so important. One thing about purpose is that Purpose not only allows you to do your best work, but it also requires you to be your best self. And being your best self starts with self-love, knowing the love that God has for you and the way and the why behind why he created you. And, you know, and it creates a better understanding and appreciation for love of yourself, honestly. Let me tell you, if you don't take anything away from today, know that you are good enough, worthy, called, and loved for a reason. It's not because of who you are or because of your job title or the car you drive, not because of the money in your account. You are who you are because of the inner confidence in God, the true inner confidence that you have in God. It's not because of the amount of likes that you have on Instagram or followers you have. None of that matters. The only thing that matters is what you feel about yourself and how you treat and see yourself. As someone who's focused these last few years on leveling up, on self-love, and really just transforming my life, I can tell you that I felt and seen a difference in myself and just in my life as a whole. But, you know, it was a process. Everything in life is a process. It's a journey. And however long it takes, it's truly up to you. But it starts with showing yourself compassion and kindness, treating yourself the way that you would, your best friend or a loved one. And, you know... You know, with that being said, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would appreciate if you could just post this episode on your Insta stories, tag your girl, you know, leave a comment on um, our review on iTunes and Spotify if you haven't already. And I hope that you, you know, just have an amazing week. And I wish you nothing but blessings, abundance and opportunities to simply be your truest self.